On today's MarTech Interviews, we have Christopher Day from Demand Jump. This is MarTech Interviews, a podcast from DK New Media, publishers of MarTech, the leading publication for sales and marketing professionals to research, discover, and learn how technology is driving business results. Your host is Douglas Carr. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode. Uh, I have, uh, of course, in Indianapolis, it's great to have people and talent right here in the city that I can have sitting across from me. Um, I have Christopher Day, he's CEO of Demand Jump. Uh, Demand Jump, if you uh, haven't, if you haven't been paying attention to anything in tech, that's that's basically it, right? In ad tech and and marketing technology, you don't know who these guys are. But if you paid any attention at all, you've probably seen the news all over the place on what they're doing. Um, the the company was started how many years ago now? Uh, three years ago, February of two thousand fifteen. Wow, three years ago, and uh, and has seen explosive growth. Um, I haven't talked to you guys in a while, so you tell everybody how you position yourself and how you how you describe demand jump sure doug absolutely so the way we describe demand jump is we are a customer acquisition platform that shows you exactly how to outmaneuver your competition to double marketing performance full stop perfect yeah see i would have got that wrong (laughs) (laughs) well we've changed messaging a few times well i mean it's it's just you you guys uh uh, acquire a ton of intelligence and and uh off the web and it's all advertising intelligence, right? Yes, we, we bring in, uh, we bring in to do this, we bring in data from, and we call it like five different buckets. So really to, to do marketing today, um, to be able to do it the right way, you have to, to have data in five different buckets. So the first bucket is to get control of your own data. Uh, so we have what we call DJ AMP, it's a script. It's about as complicated as Google Tag Manager to deploy. Oh, nice. Um, but the difference between us and other analytics platforms is we actually give you fully transparent, we give you your actual data. Other analytics platforms provide averages and roll-ups. They, they show you what they want you to see uh, because they're also trying to sell you ads and we're not. Okay. Um, the second bucket we have is we have our own set of crawlers uh, that go out and are literally mapping out the internet uh, in terms of a, a map of your actual competitive ecosystem uh, because no one company is the center of the universe. You're only, you, you are merely um, within a slice of the internet and so understanding that map of the world that you live within is is one place that we really help customers double their marketing performance. Uh, bucket number three is uh, we, we buy a lot of data from third-party sources. So I think today we're buying data from 24 different third-party sources, wow. publicly available data uh, that we overlay with the, our customers' actual data. Uh, then that fourth bucket is integration. So, uh, you know, integrating with Google AdWords or Google Analytics or the Salesforce products, uh, you know, Clavio, um, you know, so whoever you're working with, we also integrate um, that data into the platform. And then the fifth bucket is offline data that you might have that you want to uh, integrate with the platform. Wow. That's, uh, and and when, you, when you guys are bringing in data, this is data about um, customer data or acquisition, you know, target data. So this is acquisition target data. So really, so you know, we've all heard about GDPR, right? Yep. And, and how that's happening in Europe and, and now headed You're for reading the, my mind. That's where I was going with this. Yep, it, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so we love that. We're yeah. all for it because our platform does not rely on PII or personal data. Um, so back to that concept of a map, what we have found the most powerful thing in marketing today is the idea of where. And what we see these old line platforms, you know, there's what, 6,000 platforms to choose from today to do any given task out there. Um, but what we have found the most powerful thing is to figure out where you should do your marketing and how. And it kind of hits two different 
two different pieces of multiple channels um, that I'll get into in a minute. But um, so, but we are not uh, we are not dependent on personal data or PII. And uh, quite frankly, we think we have a competitive advantage um, if that gets regulated. Yeah. So we're we're fine with it. It doesn't uh, it doesn't impact our results at all. In a in layman's terms, uh, you know, the intelligence that you're bringing to the table is you're watching where competitors may be spending the money, right? Yep, absolutely. And, and then that's going to enable you to fine tune and understand where the audience is that you want to be able to capture so that you yep. can compete with them. That's right. So I can give a few different use cases just to, to kind of boil it all down. So let's take display, for example. Uh, so display and search are two channels where a massive amount of money is spent in terms of percentage of budget. And so that's why we chose to start there. So in display, the use case would be um, the way people execute display today is they focus on the audience and they want to serve ads to that audience anywhere all over God's creation that they might pop up. Right. And what we've been able to prove um, is that is only maybe half the equation and maybe arguably even less than half the equation. So we boil the word audience uh, down to who. So we call that the who. And so that's important. Um, but equally or more important is this idea of where. And so we have literally customers that we walk into that are serving ads, you know, with display, they're serving ads on, on thousands or tens of thousands and sometimes hundreds of thousands of sites. And our math uh, can tell you um, literally for any given campaign, the, the where, this is exactly where you should serve those ads and those, wow. and that enhanced display targeting is literally hundreds and thousands of sites versus tens of thousands. And every time we do that, um, click through rate conversions and average order size, triple digit growth every single time. Wow. Yeah. I will. And, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, not not sneaky, but it's a really great way. Like if I was gonna, I always tell people that uh, if I'm gonna copy a landing page, I'm gonna copy something that Amazon's doing. Yep. And why is that? Because they have deep pockets. They've tested a hundred ways to, you know, the, I, the it, sun. And that's so right. that's where I'm gonna that's where I'm gonna go for advice and copy that advice and apply it to someone who doesn't have that type of budget to do that testing. Yeah. That, and so that's. You know, basically what you're doing here, you have these huge companies that are spending enormous amounts of money that are testing, targeting, fine tuning, and they they dial in that reach and you'll be able to see that. So that's exactly right. And, and, and we like to say a couple of things. You're spot on with Amazon. Uh, if there's anyone who understands a concept and this gets a little more complex, I won't go deep into it, but th they understand network effect. And, and really that's what we're doing, right? That's how we build a map and it's understanding that network effect. So with our platform, in essence, you let all of your competition do the testing and <laughs> we can see what is successful and we just deliver to you what's the most successful. Wow. And, and you can avoid all of those trials and tribulations and go straight to what works and beat the competition every time. Yeah. Yeah. A quick example on that display is, like if you were selling convertible cars, you probably wouldn't put a billboard up in Alaska right. with a picture of a convertible car yeah. and try to sell it, right? <laughs> And, but yet in the digital world, that's what marketers are doing every single day. You're right. They see cars. Yeah. Throw that tag in there. Yep. And we're going to sell it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just inefficient, highly inefficient. I was looking at, uh, I was looking at something. I, I can't even remember what it was. It was like, um, some kind of ring for a piece of equipment or something. And, um, you know, did some searches on it and sure enough, for the next three days, I'm seeing wedding engagement rings, you know, <laughs> exactly. everywhere as right. I'm browsing the web, you yep. know, and I'm like, boy, you are picking the wrong guy here yep. on that yeah. one. Yeah, so, absolutely. But yeah, and it, and it's just, and I sit there and I look at it and I go, some poor, 
you know, some poor person out there is probably spending tens of thousands oh, yes. of dollars a month, not even realizing, not well, even realizing. And, and then they're they all excited things. because they got, you know, a million impressions. And yeah. so they run back with a piece of paper, you know, with a report to their customer saying, we got you a million impressions. Yeah. Who cares about impressions? Yeah. R- right. It doesn't, that's not what, uh, that's, that's not what pays the bills. And yeah. what we find with our approach is impressions might be impacted by three to 5%. Yeah. Um, so very minuscule, you know, decrease in impressions, but then the performance is just off the charts. What are the, what are the challenges with this? There are, uh, tons of display ad networks, right? There's tons of, you know, what is it like to try to keep up with, you know, the plethora of places where people might even be placing ads nowadays. So, uh, machine learning, right? So, so the, the, uh, as we sit here right now, we're crawling, I don't know how many, how many web pages and sites we're adding, you know, literally every minute. Um, but it's well into the multi multi millions and, and then, uh, uh, it, with some of the data we're pulling back, we're into billions at this point. But we're constantly mapping and remapping um, you know, any customer's given competitive ecosystem. And so it's just a constant process. And as we watch the flow of traffic between various sites, uh, then it dynamically is always updating. We call it enhanced display, display targeting in, in this instance for display. But um, but we built the math. It's, it's self-learning, right? So yeah. they're, they're uh, what we call unsupervised um, algorithms that are constantly telling us what what are the most powerful sites that matter that you should actually serve, you know whatever if you're selling rings or yeah. or shoes or you know men's shirts or women's blouses and what we even see is what's interesting is let's take women's blouses for example versus women's shoes the the sites that you should target are very different really yeah, yeah. It's so really, you're seeing it's really a significant difference between them yep and and so. If I'm a customer of Demand Jump, obviously I'm running ad networks and, and buys and everything else. So am I am I sitting with Demand Jump on one side and my ad networks on the other side, you know, and then basically applying them? Yes. So as of today, that's correct. Yeah. Um, but we're in the process of standing up our own DSP. Oh. And so we'll just so then you'll be able to run it straight out of the platform and yeah. um and, and, and the whole process will be automated. Um, and, you know, we don't want to get into the creative and, and those types of things. Right. All we want to focus on is 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 informing where Target. you're going to target, yeah. where you're yeah. going to where you're going to serve those ads. And then we'll work with partners, you know, whomever the customer, or the agency is working with already. Um, we want to be friends with all those people. Well, uh, and that's in, that's where the most problems lie. Right. Yep. Is yep. We don't you know, we often don't see problems on the creative side of the equation. It's it's the targeting where yep. we see the money's quickly lost yep that's in, that's incredible um what a uh, you know the the great thing about this if consumers are listening there's a great side to this as well right and that's that more relevant ads placed Absolutely. in front of the right people yeah the consumer experience yeah. it goes way up yeah i keep i keep telling people that that's the you know we got into obviously we got into you know broad-based advertising on the web and everything was so cheap you know to just spend a million bucks and see what happens <laughs> and uh unfortunately that's what caused the backlash from consumers Absolutely. you know on privacy and everything yep. else was yep. that the answer to everything was well just send more just right. buy more just you know beat them with a club right yeah and yeah. maybe they'll buy something yeah exactly <laughs> and and so you know uh, from the consumer side it really is a nice thing to see that you know, marketers are getting a lot more specific. They don't want to bother people. They don't want to yep. keep, you know, hitting them over and over, yep. you know, with a stick. They want to 
find someone at that right time at the right juncture, you yep. know, and this makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it, that's exactly right. We think of right place, right time. Yeah, and especially from an ad network standpoint, because the opportunity there is you're not you're not just placing an ad wherever there's an opening. Yep. You're you're typically placing an ad like I'm very careful on the ads that are on my site. I'm really careful that they're relevant ads that yes. are that are to my audience. I don't want to I don't want my audience seeing, you know, um, bachelorette ads right. you know, on my site because I know it's going to drive them away. Right. And so I'm really careful about, you know, the quality of ads that are there. And so that's the other nice thing about this is, yep. you know, you're, you're, you're really being good from a targeting standpoint that you're definitely going to hit the right sites, the right people at those sites. And that's why you're double, double the click through. Oh yeah. We've, we've seen them as high as quadruple. I mean, so, so yeah. double, triple, quadruple in, 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 in full disclosure, we only have a few quadruple stories, yeah. but, uh, I would say, um, eight out of 10 are, are, are doubling performance and then another one and a half are tripling performance. And then like one out of 10, we see some quadruple wow. stories. What, what is the, um, what's the advertising budget size that, you know, for a target company to work with demand? Joe? So we like to say you need, you need to be spending at least a million dollars in, okay. in digital spend, yeah. um, for it to probably make sense. Uh, but we, we have customers spending a billion dollars a yeah. year on, on digital yeah. spend, right? <laughs> Those are obviously the fortune two fifty companies. Woo. Um, and we need to actually go, we need to actually calculate uh, across our customers what that, that average spend is. Um, you, my guess it's probably in the 20, $30 million range, but, uh, yeah, if someone spend a million dollars or more on digital spend and we have some customers not spending quite that much, but they're also extremely aggressive in growth and growth. Yeah. Um, and, and so if, if they have those, those dynamics, then we can definitely be helpful. And is, um, you know, from a platform cost standpoint, is it the cost increases based on the number of networks or the number or the quantity of ads or, you know? Yep. The, yep. The cost is driven off of how large your competitive ecosystem is. Okay. And, and then how much, uh, how much traffic is, is really being driven to you, uh, because we, we pull in a massive amount of data. And so, you know, if it's a fortune 250 e-commerce, you know, or a company that has a large e-commerce presence, then um, the net costs can get into the seven figures. Yeah. Um, you know, but we have some that are. But uh, it's a value. Oh it's, yes, it's, the return. It's, yeah. Our yeah. average return, our average OI across the board for our customers is over two hundred and thirty percent across the board. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and so we, you know, we have some customers that are, that are a little bit sub one hundred. Yep. Um, but then depending on size of company, it can yeah. go into the the mid six figures, and then some of the big ones get up into the the seven figure amount. That's incredible. Um, is it public now? How many customers do you have? We have 23 customers Look today. Look yeah. yep. 23 customers. So Transparent. <laughs> transparency, right? Yeah. Uh, we are, you know, we just, we really just launched this um, uh, roughly a year ago, right? And we're still, I mean, this, it's extremely complex, right? When you're yeah. dealing with this amount of data and, and when you're trying to, uh, you know, we like to use the term math instead of, you know, everybody likes to throw around AI and big data and all this yeah. kind of stuff. But so we just boil it down to we're just trying to apply a more sophisticated math to massive amounts of, of cross-channel data that deliver a much better result. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. Um, it's obviously for everybody listening, it's a cloud-based platform. Uh, you don't have to have, you know, you're not working with an account manager where you have to yep. service everything, right? Right. Everything's integrated. Yep. So you're, you're just basically, you're off and running. Off and running. Um, implementation timeline for, for a large company? Yep. Implementation. Um, we can have the, the, there's kind of two phases. Uh, so number one, we turn on the platform and set up the competitive ecosystem. And that happens in, in less than a day. 
Oh, wow. Um, and then depending on how large you are and how complicated your site is, the script can be deployed in anywhere from four hours to a couple of days of work. Yeah. So um, if someone's ready to go and doesn't have to go through, you know, the IT department to get the script approved and all those kinds of things, um, you can literally have all of the, the baseline setup complete inside of two or three days. Now, <clears throat> it takes a little bit of time for some of the things to quote unquote burn in. Uh, so things like content or influencers, some of those pieces of the platform, uh, we like to say, hey, wait 30 to 45 days to right. let that data accumulate, let it get smarter and smarter before we really start taking action off of it. That makes sense. But things like display or search, uh, we can be rate, we can be making massive decisions inside of 72 hours. Wow, that's incredible. Um, uh, let's let's shift gears. So the indie side of the business, um, you guys are right here in Indianapolis, right? Yeah, right here down on the circle. Yeah, yes. right, right on the circle. How many employees? Now? Uh, we have 33 employees right now. Wow, that's fantastic. You have you have more employees than you have customers. Yes, <laughs> yes. This that stuff means, is complicated. That to means build, we're right? doing good service, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's fantastic. And, Customer uh, first. But three years, 33 employees, that's nothing to shake a stick at. That's fantastic. Yeah, and you, know, you think about it, we really got started building the platform in like January of 2017. So, yeah. um, you know, so we're what, what is that, 18, you know, roughly really 18 months. Um, is that right? Am I calculating that correctly? Roughly 18 months? Yeah. Or excuse yeah. me, uh, 30 months. 30 oh, months yeah, 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 30 yeah. months. Yeah. 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 From, but that's still incredible. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's incredible growth. Well, we feel like we should be farther right we always want to be farther along than we are but uh yeah yeah it's, well it's awesome i i was we shared before the podcast that i had uh, worked with sean um and that's i guess full disclosure too i worked with uh sean who's co-founder yep um for i don't know probably six months or so up at up at uh cha-cha yes and yes. uh man that was that was fun sprinting you know that that guy has one speed at full throttle that's <laughs> yeah. right i mean there's there's no there's no better time to try to make money than right now yeah yeah <laughs> but his his insight into the quirks of you know i remember you know just working with him we were really heavy on getting all of the pieces of analytics put in yep. and so a demand jump is just a natural progression for a guy like that he 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 couldn't figure it out there and he was going to figure it out. Damn it! You yeah. Know, so well, and a lot of the things that you know, the, the initial focus of what we of what we built was uh, the success he had back in the Overstock yeah. days, right yeah. when he was a CMO right. there at Overstock and was a part of that growth from three million to eight hundred million. Yeah. And um, and and being a very just data hungry, data centric, data driven marketer, and and letting the letting the data and the math pave the way to success. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, what's the, what's the market for you guys? You know, what, so you're, if, if you've got 23 customers now, how many, how many more are out, out there that would, you know, be a fit for you guys? Uh, tens, tens of thousands. Really? Um, wow. so but we, today we're focused on, so we, we're trying to be very focused and initially we, we were probably weren't quite as focused as we were testing different things out. So we were working with B2B companies, you know, B2C companies, large, small, you know, different industries, et yeah. cetera. And so today we've really dialed it in. So our initial focus right now, um, so if you if you build a widget, if you make a widget or you provide a service directly to a consumer or through a channel to a consumer, um, then then you're probably a good fit to, for us to talk to. We are hyper-focused on uh, 1,500, uh, what we call our ideal customer profiles right now. So the 1,500 uh, middle market companies. And these are companies that, you know, range between the 100 and, and 250 million uh, yep. range for the most part. Um, we are looking at some companies that are below that that target market. And we, we, we work with companies today that are only doing 10 million in revenue, yeah. right? And they're seeing great growth. 
but from a from a go to market standpoint, uh, outbound that's what we're focused on, and, and in several specific industries, but all uh, centered in someone who has a specific e commerce presence. Yeah, um, and that can include you know someone selling uh, tennis shoes or uh, you know camp grills or uh, pharma yeah. or, or right ac- across the board, and then we also have a um, another small portion of our sales team is focused with our channel partners. And so we have a, uh, a partnership with Salesforce as an example. And so we were recently chosen uh, as one of four uh, key marketing technologies, uh, they, their marketing playbook. And we're one of those, those four companies where we, with the enterprise type, so yeah. the Fortune 500, Fortune 1000 companies, um, we, we work with Salesforce and go in the door together with those target customers. And so there's probably uh, 400 that we've identified that we think would be great, a great fit uh, for us. But we really leverage the the relationship we have with with uh, Salesforce, um, DEG is another partner we work with, and then uh, we're excited about. Uh, I probably can't say the name yet, but one of the extremely large uh, management consulting firms. Um, we're very close to signing that agreement, but they've already started walking us into uh, three global brand names oh, um, as we speak, which is really exciting. Congratulations! Thank you. That's a. I, I mean, watching watching your guys' growth, it was a straight line. I, I was just uh you know people look at you know the old days of everybody talks about exact target growth and yep. everything else and and i was lucky enough to be on the early end of that and um and it, it's unseen right you know the type of growth that you guys are experiencing and just that consistent methodical quarter after quarter nailing it you know yep. is th- those companies are hard to come by nowadays you know and and i don't see I don't see a competitor for you guys. I mean, you guys are really doing something that's totally unique to the industry. And, and that's a that's a pro and a con, r- sure. r- right? Um, uh, recently, we've talked about. Gosh, we've really got to figure out. Who, you know, who can we compare ourselves to? And uh, you know, our, quite frankly, it, it seems like our biggest competitor is is kind of status quo, right? No decision, right? Right? Like paralysis um, seems to be one of the one of the biggest competitors we have. But we do have, uh, you know, one of our customers now, they're a, it's a $500 million plus customer, and um, they stopped using Kinshu after they started working with our platform. Um, we have another customer that's going to stop using Critio. Yeah. Um, and so that starts to direct us into, well, that then we should probably consider them competitors. And, and not to say we, we do want to be friends with many of the marketing tech right. uh, tools that are out there in the landscape. We, we want to be friends with them, right? Like email platforms or sure. um, you know various platforms we want to be friends with and integrate with. But uh, we are starting to see uh, some of our customers stop using certain, certain technologies. Um, well, there's, a, there's, a, there's also a hard thing in the marketing tech world, too, that once these companies really get established and these, these enterprise platforms get huge, yep. uh, they're selling the same strategy from five years ago, and that strategy yes. no longer really exists. And it's really hard for them to pivot you know, off of something that they've banked so much money on. And I'm not, I'm not knocking the companies that you, that you mentioned but it's something that we're seeing in, in this industry a lot is, um, you know, when we go in and audit uh, a company and we start looking at their platforms, we're always, it's all, it's almost every single time we find that they're spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on a product that is out of date yep. and actually hurting the yes. results and not helping them. And they don't even realize because they're in the guts of, you know, they're in the war, Yep. <laughs> you know, um, they're in the trenches and working every day. 
they don't even realize that there's five new products out there you know that 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 are easier faster easier to implement you know yep. uh and have a much better roi and yep. they just don't even know that they even exist yeah those those companies we just mentioned like they built great companies yeah. right but they the the uh, they're just not solving the modern day right. point they're not solving the modern day pain point yeah yep. uh, but this is where the heart of machine learning and ai is really really making a difference in this industry and and it's it's where i think it's the most exciting change happening in this industry and that's that stop relying on people's gut you know yes. on where to spend their money and really start to have some algorithms that are providing absolute data back on on where you should be spending it that, that's exactly right the um i think some of this stuff probably wasn't even possible until maybe five five years ago plus or yeah. minus and when we think about it, we didn't have the computational power that we have today um you know the database structures that are available uh, you know today weren't available five seven years ago and then and then finding the people who understand how to build the math to, right. to try to figure these things out and we we have a little saying inside of demand jump that you know great ai is silent right and um you know we also think that that marketing is um the opportunity is here now for marketing to be a revenue center not a cost center yeah and uh sometimes it's a little scary to do to to embrace a new technology uh but if you pick the right one uh you know, we like to say our, our mission, well, back up to our vision. Our, our vision is we, we will know when we've been successful, when we hear from the first company that, uh, that our platform is cited as the most critical component of their growth. Right. That's our, so that's our vision. Our mission is for the people that use our platform to get bonuses and promotions. Yeah. It's that yeah. simple, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, right? And, and so if we can help people be more successful, uh, then, then in theory, we should, we should win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is incredible. Uh, where do people go to get a demo? Um, uh, so uh, online uh, at uh, demandjump.com. Uh, there's landing pages there for people to uh, fill out a, a CI live demo. Um, yeah. Or they can feel free to call us at 317-993-3620. Fantastic. Uh, any other any other thing that you want to... No, I, I appreciate that. I always love to spread the gospel oh, and, heck yeah. and, uh, and, and talk about things. And you're obviously an expert in, in, in the marketing industry. Uh -oh. And it's always a <laughs> it's always a pleasure just to spend time with people who are you know challenging the status quo and trying to do things better. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you having you. Uh, that's it for this week. I uh, appreciate everybody listening. If you get a chance, uh, throw us a review online. Uh, it always helps to get some reviews and get our uh, rankings up there. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. The MarTech Interviews podcast is recorded at DK New Media's state-of-the-art podcast studio at the Speakeasy in downtown Indianapolis. Subscribe at martech.zone. Sponsorships and marketing services are available through dknewmedia.com.